It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. The NBA season is kicking into gear and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting and combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. So, download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. We're checking in with a special episode of Jenkins and Jones. We talked to the Gridiron gals, Rita and Chels, about the Super Bowl for a lengthy, enjoyable Super Bowl preview. Check it out. All right, we're excited to welcome on for our very special Jenkins and Jones Super Super Bowl preview. I was about to say the big game preview, but I think since we have a FanDuel sponsorship, I think we're allowed to call it the Super Bowl. Uh, we got the Gridiron Gals are back, Chelsea and Rita. Thanks for hopping back on with us. We appreciate you guys. Hey guys, what's up, family? What's up, family? All right, let's 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 do it. Let's start off pretending to be a real sports show. What are your picks for Super Bowl Fifty Eight, <laughs> Rita and Chelsea? What are your picks? Ooh, off the off the top rope, huh? Do you want um, the professional answer or do you want the no? Gridiron? Both, 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 both. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> they don't want the professional. <laughs> hey, man, I I I will I will say. Um, I hope that the Chiefs dust the floor with the Eagles, <laughs> but I still think it's going to be a close game. But I just need them. I'm so tired of the Eagles. I hope they. I hope they won. Uh, but I, I ain't too sure. But I, that's how I wanted to go. 
That's that's the NFC's. That's the Cowboys NFC. Hey man, talking. get them out of here. Yeah. Get them out of here. Enough <laughs> of that's cool because you say you, you, she way. says she's watching with her brother, who's a huge Eagles fan too. You want to be all in his face for the whole game, huh? <laughs> Listen, I want I want to hear turmoil in his voice. <laughs> I want the 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 appetizers to taste like dust. <laughs> <laughs> You're throwing an Old Testament thing. curse on him now. Yeah. <laughs> May your potato yeah. skins turn to ashes in your mouth. Hey. That was a that was a Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's a Game of Thrones shit. That's a Game of I'm on the other side of it because you know I'm from Baltimore. Philly is like our big cousins up the street. You know, it's a lot mm. of love between us. So. I don't have a problem with Philly winning. I'm also not a fan of the NFC East team, so I completely understand the petty because if the Bengals was in there, I would have said, fuck Cincinnati. <laughs> and, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so I, I, I completely um, am, am with pet. – I'm with Chels with the pettiness, but, I mean, you know, I don't ha- I don't have a petty in this this fight, right. and so I'm going to go with my big cousins up the street oh, and yeah. I'm ride with the with the Eagles. That does feel like how the Super Bowl usually goes because it's like everyone's yeah. everyone roots for one or maybe two teams, but you hate like 15 or 16 teams, right? Like just for Absolutely. some personal right, reason right. or an actual rivalry or whatever. So I feel like most Super Bowls, I end up just hoping somebody fails. <laughs> and so like this is another thing too, right? Like I despise Patrick Mahomes' brother and wife. They are the two most annoying people <laughs> on the face of the earth. And I, I wonder, like, is Patrick Mahomes just as annoying? Because he's around annoying people like all the time. He doesn't come off that way, but like, what if like he's like got a whole different life, guys, that we don't know about? Like, what if he's well, like Shells might have cursed his dad? Super annoying. Shells might have cursed I, his listen. dad, dog, because that dad should not have them around him, dog. He deserves better. Yeah. <laughs> listen, <laughs> bro, bro, like we said, the, the apples rolled Digger, so far from that bro, tree with that dad. Bro. Like. <laughs> He got a tic-tac that, that nigga? Hey, Come on, man. He deserved listen, better. Big, big, big Pet makes up for Brittany and Jackson for me. <laughs> well, that's, big yeah. Pet that's, made fair. that's a fair point. He made we ain't seen a real day. nigga like you know, this in the spotlight in a minute. On camera, nigga? Like, they they run from the camera. Like we ain't. In a long time. <laughs> and that's, that, makes it e- that makes it even more baffling. When you see his father, and then you see the wife and the son, and it's like, how did this work out? Because I, I, how did we get here? And I, just I don't feel like they that. kept him. They kept him locked up or somewhere, and they just let him out. And he 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 came out. He felt like home to me. He you feel like me? He felt like my said, uncle, nigga. Like that Joe Burrow. That's my uncle. Was like the, the way Joe he said Burrow. Burrow. That Joe Burrow. Burrow. You know what I'm saying? That Joe Burrow. I said my baby boy go show up and show out. I said this is baby home boy right here. I know my people. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Feel me? So, that man yeah, is like a like, human crown royal right. bag, and his kid this, is like this a living TikTok got no real Like, how do we him. get here? <laughs> yeah. I love that, it though. That white I lady, love it. I love it. That white lady washed hey, all the nigga you, out you of here. You can't get no blacker than Big Pat. <laughs> Big Pat yeah. is black, black, black. Black and and you did notice you said you said it was like they've been keeping him off stage. You did notice it was not at like a family event whatsoever. You've only ever seen his wife and his brother. It was just on the field. Someone on TV happened to recognize him, and pulled him over, and he was ready as fuck for that moment. He didn't yeah. even look like he was supposed to be there. He looked like he had ran down to the store for a pack of cigarettes. Somebody just wanted to interview him. 
He did not look like it. I said, this is this is marvelous. This is a way to kick off Black History Month. I love it. But if they would have brought him out really? sooner, I would. I, I like Patrick Mahomes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like I think that he yeah. is fantastic, right? Yeah. And I think he says all the right things. I, I really like him. I just wish I would have saw his father sooner, like the first time that they went to the Super Bowl, because that absolutely would have negated any feelings that I had about his wife and brother. I would have been riding on the Patrick Mahomes wagon, even as a Ravens fan, because there's like a fake ass rivalry like going on there. But it's like I would have been like, oh no, no, I fucks with Patrick Mahomes because that's his father. That's my uncle. You know he smelled like Black and Miles too. You know exactly Absolutely. what he smelled like. You know what I mean? Listen, <laughs> his car, his clothes. If he been in the room, you know he been in. There. Right, right. Smelled like 1998. Crown oh, Vic yeah, with absolutely. some jupe. Yeah, yeah. Some goddamn jupe in the console. Yeah, smelling like curry. Emergency reserve. You never know. <laughs> I'll tell you what though. They if his dad wrong. saw Tyler's car, he would ask his son for Tyler's car. I'll guarantee you that. <laughs> have y'all seen Tyler's car? Yeah. I have not uh -oh. seen Tyler's car. We have what not seen Tyler's car. Uh, I, I got a 2002 Eldorado. Oh, he absolutely Amen. is riding. All them things. He's spinning the Come clock on. in your yes. Eldorado. He would be absolutely. calling you baby boy, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> My baby hey, boy, he's Tyler. He's going underneath your hood, too. He's going underneath <laughs> yeah, yeah. your hood. <laughs> Check out the North Star and all that. Yeah. He's going underneath your hood. That cigarette going to be dangling from the corner of his lips. <laughs> 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 All right, uh but yeah, I'm 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 kind of with I'm kind of with Chels on the show. Like I have, you know, I was a Washington fan in a lifetime ago, and I have no feelings towards them anymore. But the hate for for, for Dallas, for the way. Giants, for the Eagles, that has not gone mm -hmm. anywhere. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you know, of course, I'm rooting for for Mahomes here too, and the Chiefs. So we'll see. John, I'm I know you for the handsomest. Fun, I'm rooting for the handsomest, man. <laughs> Hurts, Hurts is beautiful, man. I don't want to see him sad, yeah, dog. See, you feel nice me? <laughs> it's going to be hard seeing that, that, that said, smile turned upside down on that face, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want the, the narratives to start with Mahomes if he loses, though. You know what I'm saying? They've already tried to – I don't want – what's he, he'd, be, he'd be one in three. Wouldn't he be one in three? And, and, yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, they're they, they going to talk their shit, and I don't want to see that happen. But, man. It's, it'd be hard to see Jalen Hurts, you know what I'm saying, with the with Well, they're the already talking shit on Jalen Hurts as though he, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. I, I just woke up, I saw a, a friend, an Eagles fan that I'm friends with quote tweeted, some, one of the talking heads was talking about, well, how much credit does Jalen Hurts really deserve for getting oh, his team to the Super Bowl? And he just quote tweeted, here, said, man. can we just play the fucking game already? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like, it's also, like they run out of things to talk about. Right. About in this two-week period. That's all. And that Alabama situation we talked about last week, though. I right. remember I, I was watching. I was watching mm -hmm. football a lot during that time period. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. watching them play, and I was like, I, I hated how they treated that man. You know what I'm saying? And to see him be successful in the league, and if he wins a fucking chip, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That's a big fuck you without saying fuck you to. You know what I'm saying? That situation. You feel what I'm saying? So. Rita Chels, you guys have any other? He, he handled himself really so well. well. I'm sorry, so he well. handled himself really well in, in that situation. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with him um, being benched for Tua, especially because mm -hmm. I was watching that game. And baby, Tua this, was a that wasn't your day. Mm -hmm. That was not your game. No, your day. But I think the irony in that is that he ended up having to come back and, and back Tua up again too. Mm -hmm. And he ultimately, I mean, he speaks very highly of Nick Saban. They have a very good relationship. Um, he ended up graduating from Alabama. So, you know, he's alum and a Q. I said, what the line look like at Alabama? But anyway, 
Oh, <laughs> and how many was there? I need to know how yeah. many people was on that list. Exactly. That man graduated as a Q in a in a Kente cloth. I said, oh, okay. Was this Alabama, Alabama. or Alabama State? Alabama. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think he I think that he's just a uh, overall good person, sure. you know, and does everything the right way. Like, you know, a lot of people would have really made a lot of noise behind that. He went and got his degree, graduated with his Kente cloth on, went to Oklahoma, said, balled eh, out, got you know his little saying? one year eligibility in and shot on up. And, you know, even when he first got with the Eagles, they wasn't too sure about him. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they were not too sure about him until this year, really. And then it was just like, oh, that's why I tell people y'all got to watch more college football. I was wondering if he was going to go league, like, when he got benched. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't... Well, I was wondering if he was going to go as a quarterback. Me t- Bro, I was like, yeah. they're going to make that man... A, they gonna, You know what I'm saying? They're going to make him a running back, back, fullback. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. there was no way. Oklahoma, Oklahoma kind of redirected that, and it put you in yeah. a position where you had to... Because I think they made the final four, I think, when he... Yes, when they he did. Prepared. They did. So you had... It, it kind of... It rewrote his story. I think if he stays at Alabama, that's a fair point. But yeah. I think he went to Oklahoma like, all right, I'm going to let Lincoln Riley hook me up real quick. I'm going to scheme me and, up real good. Showed his arm, too. Right. Showed he had an arm on him, too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And the right. way he put yes. it at Alabama. Because yes. they just handing that thing off. You know what I mean? Letting the running backs doing their thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... Right, yeah, and 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 being tied to Lincoln Riley is always going to make you be like, oh yeah, quarterback, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm curious if you guys have yeah. other storylines you care about or are looking at. I mean, I you know what 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 else are you, you guys follow the league? I think a lot more closely than any, any of the three of us do. Is there anything else you care about or that people who are casual football fans should care about that you know you're thinking about but but wouldn't maybe occur to us? Um, I think for me, it would probably be the D'Amico Ryan's hire in, in Houston. Um, I've never had something that I was both happy for and sad for. Yeah. Um, because I think the Texans are a shit show. Um, I think that they handled everything with um, that nasty dude terribly. I think they handled things with Lovey Smith terribly, giving him a year and then being like peace and all of that. And I feel like part of me feels like he's walking into a trap. But at the other, the, on the other side, like who better is, who is more qualified right now? You name a few right. black head, you know, coordinators that are qualified to be a head coach. So, you know, who are me to say, <laughs> yeah, I want more black head coaches, but not that job, <laughs> you right. know? So like, you gotta take the job, you get the, you get the cash out. But I just really hope that they, um, you know, don't pull no dickhead stuff and actually, you know, let him get in there and do his thing. He has the support of the city. He has the support of former players. He has, you know, people that he's played with. So I hope it works out good. But like, I was happy and sad at the same damn time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they did Lovey Dirty, but shouts to Lovey for getting that last gay week uh, of the team win, yeah, knocking yeah, yeah, him yeah. out of the first Not pick. So, yeah. <laughs> so shouts to Lovey for that one. He got his lick back. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but 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 I I think you know this concern you have, Charles, is uh, is a concern that we all have. It's like, yeah, we want to see more black quarterbacks, but Houston has shown that they'll give a job to a black quarterback, and it's a shitty situation. They're gonna put him on a short leash. You know, they they only gave Lovey one season, so we'll see how shit shakes out but I'm, I'm with you the same way you know i'm happy for him but it's like i just wish better opportunities were opening up to black coaches yeah, yeah i completely agree i think for me um because uh, you know the super bowl stuff we all we're all hearing those narratives i'm not gonna 
feed into that. I think my favorite thing is, you know, since we on this glorious Black History Month, um, <laughs> that there's potentially going to be three Black quarterbacks like coming out in the draft. Like, I don't, I, in the first round, let me, I'm sorry, let mm -hmm. me specify in the first round. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. Um, and if anyone has, please let me know. Um, but I don't recall ever seeing three black quarterbacks coming out potentially in the first round. So that's huge, right? Like we're starting to move into a better direction in terms of like black quarterbacks, not being just guys that consider to be like, Oh, dudes that niggas that know how to run. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they can, they can run. Yes. They are athletic. They can, Pure throw, pocket passes. Yep. they can do a whole bunch of other things. So like, mm -hmm. obviously like Bryce Young and CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson, they all do different things, but they're all very talented in their own different way. So I'm excited about that, man. I mean, I'm just really excited about, and then the following year you got Caleb Williams. That's probably going to be the number one pick. You know what I'm saying? In the draft. And I don't think we've, well, mm -hmm. we've seen Michael Vick, of course. So I don't ever want to forget that shit. Mm -hmm. Don't ever let me forget that. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's been a minute, right? Yeah. It's been a minute since right. we've seen right. uh, and Cam. But why should every decade get its own first round mm -hmm. black draft quarterback? I want to see more first overall picks being black quarterbacks. So, yes. I mean, it, I, I'm excited to see that. So, yeah, I'm, it, it's, it's going to be a good time this, this coming this draft season. Uh, allow me to to raise your uh, black excellence with white foolishness. Uh, what, what did you, what did, what, what, what did y'all think of, what is wrong with you? What did y'all think of uh, Aaron Rodgers saying that before he decides if he comes back, he's going on a four day darkness retreat where he is willingly basically going to be in solitary there's like a slot in the top of the box he's living in where they drop food in or something and he said that it is it's meant to be a uh, a spiritual experience that will give him some clarity what was your first reaction to that <laughs> Aaron Rod this is not something to talk about enough Aaron Rodgers is just as much, if not more, as an attention whore than Tom Brady. And we don't talk about this enough. And I have, I am tired of Aaron fucking Rodgers always oversharing with us things that we don't give a fuck about. Okay? We don't give a shit if you're going out for four days and four nights in the dark. Are you coming back or not, motherfucker? God damn. Like, we do not care about any of that. And why do you continue to share this information with us? First, you was on LSD, and you had to share that with us. You're going to go see, and you're going to be in the dark for four days. I don't know if you want a cookie. I don't know if you want attention. Like, what do you want from us? Because you keep giving us information that we clearly do not ask for nor need. I feel like so, the more uh, we learn about Aaron Rodgers, the more we, we realize that his family wasn't likeable. tripping. It was him. No, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was you, bro. Yeah, you know, because I was kind of on the on the side, like, okay, maybe there's some, you know, money hungry shit going on there. Nah, you just a weirdo, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see why I see why, why Granny don't fuck with you, dog. <laughs> yeah. Bringing all that evil energy up in the Granny yeah. house and shit. Fuck out of here. LSD in the dark ass nigga, man. What? Right, 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 right. I think, first of all, we might have to defund Pat McAfee because why you keep having this man on the show talking? He That's what, that's the only avenue that he has to tell all his business. But listen, if white Shaquille Sunflower wants to go into the dark, <laughs> I pray that he just does not return. Leave me alone. Like you, I am so tired of him. Go on your journey. Like he got this like white hotep thing going on. Go ahead on. But 
I'm like, why are you talking to us so much about this? <laughs> he might not come back, bro. Four days alone with just hey, his mind, nigga? Hey. <laughs> bro. Hey, hit a, hit us him and his Williams. mind alone for four days? It's, it's gonna get scary, he gonna dog. He's gonna hit Ricky Williams. <laughs> they found Ricky Williams in the tent or something? <laughs> was he on LSD too or something? He was on the ayahuasca on that. Ayahuasca. He was before his time. The ayahuasca. Nah, that nigga they was on that. Bro, 15, 15 years before the shit even came to the white people, bro. You know what I'm saying? Before they was doing their little Yo, ayahuasca retreat, retreats. You know what I mean? He was doing the real ayahuasca, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Uncut, nigga. That's crazy. They made Ricky Williams seem like he was out of his mind because he liked to smoke weed, which is the most like. Two generational split in America. Yeah. You can you could not explain that to a high school athlete today. Our kids will be confused. No. Like what? You know what I'm saying? We crazy. They made it seem like he was putting that needle in his arm. Right. Yeah. That that hard, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, that, but, but we can allow boy. Aaron Rodgers to be on LSD and not have a conversation about right. it. That's the crazy specialty. Right. right. Like, come on, man. I don't want. I don't care. I honestly do not care what the fuck Aaron Rodgers got going on. Are you coming to be with the Raiders with your boy Devontae Adams or not? That's what we want to know. It, it, everything else, please. The less I know about you, Aaron, the better. And that's yeah. where I stand with that. It's it's well, it's been such like a weird downfall for Aaron Rodgers because I like no, it's it's like this is the way your career ends, bro. You're being a weirdo, and it's like I don't even know if you're really going to get the flowers that you should get. Or, the, or that we thought you might have gotten at one point because it's like, I always thought Aaron Rodgers was the most talented quarterback. Yeah, he was I've a big fan for a minute, that kid, bro. That right, kid in Kansas right, City, though? Right. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Mahomes, though? I yep. think Mahomes has taken that distinction. So it's like, bro, like, it, it might be just time for you to hit that old dusty trail. I don't think we care anymore, bro. Yeah, but you, you guys make a good point, though. If he was not a white quarterback that people project, like, intelligence onto, you, you'd just be like, he's a junkie who threw it away, right? Like if you know what Absolutely. I mean, mm -hmm. it'd just be like, oh, like mm -hmm. all he does is talk about the different drugs he's experimenting with. He was so talented, but he threw mm -hmm. it all away. That would be the narrative. And instead, it's like, oh, it's the journey that he's on. Yep. <laughs> Fucking oh. LSD. Ooh. <laughs> Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Let, 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 let Lamar Jackson say he's taking a weekend oh, off to do Lord some LSD in the mercy. woods. Bruh. Please don't do that. Don't don't Come do on, that to man. my QB. Please don't. <laughs> we got enough issues. They will be picketing. <laughs> you feel me? Hey man, crazy. Like seriously. So yeah, I, I I I hope that he gets whatever it is that he needs to get from this. But what I really hope is that when he comes back, he realizes that he has talked too fucking much, and we do not care. That's what I hope. <laughs> delivered directly. Delivered directly from from your lips to his ears. I hope. Um, <laughs> Well, you, you mentioned you're a Ravens fan. I think that was the only other thing on my list to ask about. You know, wh where are you with the Lamar Jackson situation? And what do you think is going to happen? Uh, are they going to pay him? Are they going to fuck it up? Like, what, what do you, what, what's your thoughts on the situation? I don't trust anybody. I don't trust nobody. So what I think they should do and what they will do might not be the same thing. They need to pay him because when he, when he is there, they win. And when he's not... They're not that good without them. And do you want to start over? I wouldn't. I particularly would not want to start fresh and find somebody else that maybe could be what Lamar is. And Lamar is black as shit. He plays for a black <laughs> city. I don't see why this is not the perfect marriage for him to be in a city where 
kids that look like him could be like, I want to be a, a quarterback, a franchise quarterback a, a, of a football team. So it's more than just about what he does on, you know, on the field. It's about what he represents off the field too. It's just too perfect, which is why, you know, they're going to fuck it up because when it's <laughs> too perfect, it always ends bad. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of how that goes. I don't write the scripts of life. That's just the way I've seen it. Every time you see something that's perfect, something's got to fuck it up. So just yeah. be prepared. Well, I'm speaking to Ravens fans. Be prepared to be disappointed because that's how life goes. <laughs> yeah. It's I, I'm I'm legit confused at how the Ravens seem like they do not want, you know, Lamar. I mean, the, the only thing that I, I think that computes for me is maybe they're trying to, you know, see if, if they can, you know, pressure him since he's representing himself. Maybe they think, you know, he's food on that end. They can lowball him or whatever. But I'm just confused at how the Ravens just do not seem to want a former MVP quarterback. It's it's astounding to me. I do not get it. it at it's all. not that they don't want him. It's that they don't want him at the price that apparently he asked for. That's the and mm -hmm. that's the difference. So what they're gonna do probably is they're gonna wait for Joe Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and probably Jalen Hurts, who can all get new contracts to get new deals and if they're not guaranteed fully they're gonna be like see i mean gonna nobody's, use it as a getting, nobody's getting fully guaranteed like like cleveland over here is a shit show they right. needed to do that they had to haul that motherfucker in because he was on a plane to atlanta and that was the only way that they could get him off you know get him from from going there right so i think that that's it i think that that's what the holdup is going to be like nobody's getting you know fully guaranteed deals because Y'all know the fucking Brown family is cheap as fuck. Right. They are not mm. giving Joe Burrow a fully guaranteed deal. If they do, I don't know. Tell me what it is that I need to do. But I don't believe it. <laughs> and I got to see it to believe it because that's a cheap ass fucking family. Well, so you, you, you've been following this, I, I'm sure, way more closely than me. I know you're more invested in it. But I think you hit on, as my understanding is, the issue is Cleveland gave Deshaun Watson an enormous fully guaranteed contract, which basically never happened before in the NFL. Like, unless you're like, yes, it has, just not at that magnitude. Right. Kirk Cousins get fully guaranteed contracts. Right. Okay. 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 But like, you know, it, unless you're like a Patrick Mahomes or something where I think they gave, did they give him a stake in the team? Like they, there's, there's not a, it's not, it's not the, the normal thing to get a huge guaranteed figure like that. And so then Lamar Jackson understandably sees that and goes, well, I'm me and he's him. I, that should right like that's what he set the market at. That's what I want. But at the same time, all of the other team owners in the NFL looked at that Cleveland deal and said, "These motherfuckers are insane. Like insane. <laughs> we've got a good mm -hmm. thing going that we can cut these dudes whenever we want without paying them. We don't want to get into the situation that baseball and basketball are in, where we're sending guys checks ten years after out of the league or whatever. So it kind of feels like, and because he doesn't have an agent, it really is just him." Like, this really should be, like, a players' union, like, moment, right? That, like, he's sort of trying to shift this into, no, 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 Elite Corps, we're going to expect this now, that a big guaranteed contract is the thing. And the league ownership, as you said, I mean, I'm sure that they're talking about that, what these contracts look like for these other quarterbacks, and this very public situation with Lamar is going to be a market setter for them going forward. And these dudes, they love cutting players that and not paying them. They love that shit. <laughs> So I, I don't know. Is that, is that roughly accurate? Yeah, that's accurate. And here's the thing, too, right? This is another thing that kind of goes against what, you know, the fully guaranteed situation is because you had Kyler Murray and you had Russell Wilson get contracts after Deshaun Watson and they weren't fully guaranteed contracts. So they owners could easily make the argument that 
that fucking owner's an idiot. Right. The rest of us ain't doing that shit over here. So how are you going to move? Right. And Lamar how has a fair move? response to that of like, well, but that's his deal and I'm better than him. So if you, right. you know, fuck with me, give me my money. I'm, I can, I, the, there, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person that's always going to be on the side of the players. However, if I was an owner, I can, I understand the logic behind that too. Right. Because of the, 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 how, you know, NFL and football itself is such a dangerous sport and you just never know. So I, listen, I'm all maximize your money, maximize whatever it is that you can get. And if there's somebody that's going to give you what it is that you're looking for, then that's what you need. The problem is, is I don't think by and large, that's going to be the case moving forward. Right. And that's where the conflict is going to come because I, I just don't see that being a thing that owners are going to really, because Kirk Cousins, yeah, I mentioned that deal. It's only $35 million a year. Right. Yeah. It ain't a whole lot of money. You know what I'm saying? These two, Kirk Cousins, with what he got at $35 million is really actually the Vikings getting over on Kirk Cousins, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just, I, hey, man, I don't know how this is going to end. I just wish it ends soon because I'm fucking tired. I don't want to talk about it. Anymore. I can't imagine. <laughs> I know I was exhausted with Debo last year, you know, just hoping it worked out. And you're talking about one receiver versus the face of your whole franchise. So I, I, I sympathize mm -hmm. with you enormously. Uh, fellas, you got anything else uh, for, for the homies? Or are we good? Speaking of of quarterback issues, I want to I want to know what Chels is at with with Dak because I feel like oh, Cowboy oh, fans oh. y'all are y'all are in a unique type of hell as fans right now because I feel like Dak isn't good enough, but you're not going to get anybody better. You know what I mean? Is I, is that kind of how you feel too, Shells? Um, yeah, pretty much. I'm. Mean, it's it's funny that you say we're in a unique kind of hell because I'm like, is this different from the regular hell that we're usually in? Like. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we reside because it is kind of it is kind of what it was with tony romo too right like you're good enough to yeah. do something stupid so, when everyone's watching in the playoffs like <laughs> yeah exactly like so i think that i i i am not the anti-dak and i and i always you know side eye people that are i'm talking about cowboys fans that are anti-dak because they tend to be very very heavy tony romo and they and that tells me that they there are some things that they have forgotten <laughs> Okay. And so um, I think with, with Dak, I think that he is good enough, but you need to put the pieces around him. He's not a Patrick Mahomes that can put you, put you on his back and take you all the way to the Super Bowl. You're going to need to put those pieces behind you up around him. Um, I, well, one thing I think that his thumb injury is more, was more significant than what they let on. And that's your throwing hand. You need to stay out the entire time. You are not impressing nobody by coming back early. He came back like two weeks ahead of time. And I just don't think that hand ever got right. Um, and then when you're injured, you also play a different way when you're injured. You play a little gingerly when you're injured. But the biggest thing I think happened is that front office really set him up by taking away such a big piece like Amari Cooper. And there was no reason for that. And, and uh, CeeDee Lamb is amazing. But CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper is real, real, real amazing, right? Yeah. Michael Gallup is not CeeDee Lamb. And I think that they bet on that being the case. I mean, when I said Michael Gallup is not CD, I mean, Michael Gallup is not Amari Cooper. Mm -hmm. And I think that they bet on that being the case. And that was a bad bet every day of the week. And so that's what I feel is happening to Dak. And I mean, and he's going to get a lot. I mean, he's getting, I feel like he's getting more flack than Tony Romo got. I 
mean, I have never seen the Cowboys post out a, post a disparaging mm. article about Tony Romo from the team yeah. fucking account. Are you kidding yeah. me? That was wild. So, that was wild. like, that's crazy. I was like, yo, that is crazy. So <clears throat> here's the thing. Everybody's talking about get rid of Dak, get rid of Dak. Hey, who, who, you know how much money he on the hook for? No. Put the people around him. You got rid of Kellen Moore, which is good. Mike McCarthy's going to call the plays. You got Brian Schottenheimer in, but he's not going to call the plays. That's fine. You need to give him some more support because you're going to have to ride with this dude for a few more years. You can't just throw him out just because, oh, the fans don't like him anymore because, you know, he blew it or whatever, whatever. Um, and so I do, uh, to your point, I do see a lot of Tony Romo stuff, but the Tony Romo people seem to have forgotten. I have not forgotten. Yeah. I know about the Tony Romo that throws picks at the most inopportune yeah. times. Yes, yes. Tony Ooh. Romo was flat out there throwing games away. Like, yes. like Dak just ain't got it in him in, in, on those drives that you needed. You know what I'm saying? At yeah. least he ain't throwing the shit away. Yeah, he and 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 then, and then you'll see a Tony Romo that can go touchdown for touchdown with Peyton Manning, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do I have out here? And and I think. For, for fans, like we want to, of course, we want to see the consistency. We made it, you know, further into the playoffs. Listen, when he got hurt, everybody was like season over, season over. And we were able to put that together. The defense was outstanding. And we were able to put that together and get into, you know, a little bit further into the playoffs. But like, they got to put some people around. They got to put some folks around him. You need to get some big guys out there or something. I heard an interview uh, with and- Stephen A., where he said that before the season, it was the first time in like 20 years he's been worried about the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. And so that's why he felt like the weakness of the team was their mental strength. And that's why he put them at number one in all of his preseason rankings was because he (laughs) wanted to design the rankings to put too much pressure on the Cowboys so that they would crack. (laughs) You know, I don't listen to Stephen A. Smith. I think he's a (laughs) dum-dum. That's so extremely I, arrogant, I, though. He thinks he has dead. that much power, my nigga. <laughs> like, like, who do you think you are, sir? <laughs> what do you? I, I have designed. What do he? He think pushed him over the edge. Stephen A. Himself. I put the pressure on you. Right. Right. Now. Oh, what do you think he's the Wizard of Oz? I don't pay no attention to Stephen A. Smith. You are you are obsessed. One of the all time weirdest quotes I've ever heard in my life. All right. Well, uh, Chels, Rita, thank you so much for hopping on with us. Hope you guys enjoy no uh, the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know we love y'all. Yeah, we'll have to we have love you guys too, man. Y'all back, man. Yes. Always a good time. And check out the Gridiron Gals podcast. I know I shouted out at the top, but check so, out Gridiron so. Gals podcast, the best, uh, best football podcast out there. Only football podcast I waste time on for sure. Uh, so appreciate you guys <laughs> coming you on. And check out Gridiron Gals as always. <laughs> It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.